But in conclusion, for all of this, I only have one thing to say. I want a shiny Giratina. <laughs> You're tuned into the GoCast podcast. Your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. No matter where you go, you can always come home. Soon, at least. Bonus adjustments lead to some big discussions. You can tune a piano, but you can't tune a cricket. Or can you? Shiny Meltan, you say? It's been 84 years. And more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast, episode 112 for September 29th, a Tuesday evening here in the tail end of September. Where did this month, well, let alone this year go, I suppose. It's been been, uh, moving very quick, very, very quick. I'm your host, Chris, and as always, I'm joined by my co-host, Kyle. Hiya. Hey, Kyle. What's going on, man? Nothing's going. You know, it's going. Is it going? It's still going? One day at a time. Time keeps moving. Linear, as we like to point out every single time we bring it up, you know, doesn't move any other way. Uh, we're here. We're going to talk about some Pokemon Go. We got we got only a few news items to cover today. Hey there, listener. It's me doing an editorial thing from the future. I, I guess it's only the future to the, the version of myself and Kyle that's recording that you're listening to. It's all the past for you because, yep. Anyway. You know, in, in typical podcast fashion, especially one that's news-based, uh, a bunch of stuff <laughs> dropped as soon as we were done recording. So even though we did say, hey, not a lot of news to cover, there's definitely a lot of pertinent news. And I just want to say, hey, we're going to talk about the Charmander Community Day details that dropped on the 29th, the free remote raid pass bundles that are happening every Monday starting October 5th. So keep an eye out for that because our next show won't come out until way after October 5th. So keep an eye out for those. That came out on the 30th. Well, the news did at least. Uh, And then two pieces of news came out on the first, which is yesterday as of me finishing this up, this edit. The Niantic's fifth birthday special event and the autumn-themed event bonuses with the berry bonuses, Deerling, all that stuff. We'll be covering all of that in next week's episode since, hey, it just came out after we finished recording this last one. Happens sometimes, uh, but we do have some more stuff to talk about this week, so enjoy. One of them is definitely discussion worthy. I'm very excited to get into it with Kyle here about it. We started to get into it before the show started. And we were both like, whoa, 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 let's wait. We got we to talk about it on the show. So excited to get there. But before we do, shout out to two brand new patrons, James and Pippa. Thank you to the two of you for your patronage and your support. Therefore, I uh, hope that you're enjoying the Discord, your patron exclusive Discord access. And uh, looking forward to getting to know more about you there. Thanks again. Okay, Kyle, we've got a, we, we've set a few goals last week. Actually, that's not true. We set four goals each, not a few. A few mm-hmm. was a few, three to five, but I think mm-hmm. people usually think it means three. Uh, we set four goals each. Uh, would you like to go first? You're going first. Sure. Chris, is, <laughs> Chris needs to bury his shame. I do. I do. Is The longer I wait, there's a greater chance of a meteor hitting the earth that makes I don't have to, you know, admit to my faults, right? <laughs> my personal <laughs> failures. Okay. 200 grunts total. Did you do that? No, I did not. Okay. All right. Can talk about <laughs> the thing that you were disappointed about. Uh, looming in the shadows. Did you finish that? I did. Oh, thank the Lord, man. <laughs> oh, my. I, you know, I think I was legally ob- obligated to never talk to you again if you hadn't finished it this week. 
it only took me like six attempts at Giovanni. Just yeah, let's not. not even mention how long that's been out for you to do. Yeah, let's let's forget about the fact that it's been out for like a year and a half. Something <laughs> like that. Uh, so is that your first Shadow Legendary then? Yes, it, it is. Well, does wow. Mewtwo count? <laughs> Mewtwo does not count. No, I'm okay, not going to. Yes, I'm not my first Shadow that. Legendary. Well, there you go. What was it again? <laughs> I have no Suicune. idea. Is it still Suicune? It's still Suicune. They haven't changed. I guess they haven't changed it for a while before in the past. Anyway, you also wanted to finish the buddy research, the one from this past week's event. I did that. Okay, great. Awesome. Awesome. And then 200,000 Stardust over the course of the week? I, I did do that. Wow. Three out of four. Look at you. Pulling that's up in deep. front. Yeah, it is. But that's, uh, that's pretty good for us here. <laughs> yeah. Well, for myself, I wanted to finish the buddy research. I did do that. I wanted to max a Wormadim. I did that. I wanted to get to 1.6 million Stardust. I made some poor choices this week and did a couple of expensive trades and uh, oh, oh, oh. powered something else up. And afterwards, I was like, ooh, that's right. I have to farm Stardust this week. Let's just say it didn't happen. I'm at like 1.4 million right now. I'm like 200,000 behind. So that's kind of a bummer. And then Shiny Doe Duo. I went out twice. <laughs> I went out twice for long periods of time, like a few hours at a time. Did not have any luck. Uh, so that's going to be a no for me. So Kyle, you won by one point. Look at you. Oh, man. You had your revenge as it was foretold in the prophecy of last episode. <laughs> Good uh... job. <laughs> Great. Okay. Well, without further ado, we do have some news to hop into. So let's do that. All right. It's the news. This first piece of news is a little underwhelming, but there is. Trust me. There are some <laughs> exciting stuff in here. We just have to get to it. Pokemon Go integration with Pokemon Home coming soon. Today, this morning, I think it was 8 a.m. for us at our time zone. There was a Pokemon Direct sort of thing where they did. Uh, they came out and they talked essentially about the uh, Sword and Shield, the upcoming DLC for this back half of this year. But there was also a small announcement about the home integration for Pokemon Go and about how it was coming soon this year. There was then some copy from a blog post put up, and here's what they wrote. Trainers, plans for Pokemon Go integration with Pokemon Home were announced back in February. Ah, there we go. We were talking about when was that again? February. That was a long time ago. And we know that you've been eagerly awaiting the status update on this feature. <laughs> eagerly awaiting is an understatement if you look at the uh, Pokemon polite, subreddit. It's a polite <laughs> statement. Yeah, these people haven't been on Twitter. Uh, we're excited to announce that Pokemon Go integration with Pokemon Home will be available later this year. Woo! Woo! When this integration goes live, limited time events will be happening in Pokemon Go featuring particular Pokemon. You will be able to activate the mystery box after you send a Pokemon to Pokemon Home from Pokemon Go. And if you open the mystery box during the celebration event, you'll have a chance of encountering a shiny Meltan. <gasps> Stay tuned for more information on the celebration event and how to send the Pokemon that you've caught in Pokemon Go to Pokemon Home. Yahoo. All right. Back it up. Shiny Meltan, it's been a while. Trent, this is looking at you. There you go. If you're not on your knees sobbing with joy that your boy is coming back, I got <laughs> nothing else to offer you. This is actually kind of a big deal. It's been a very long time since Shiny Meltan has been available, even though we've had access to the mystery box. But even bigger implication from this, this is a way for people that do not have access to a Nintendo Switch that also play Pokemon Go. This now gives them access 
to the mystery box. Yep. Which is awesome. That's that's fantastic. That's huge. Uh, Kyle, I know that you're not a huge Mel Tan fan, a Mel fan, if you will. Uh, <laughs> but how do you feel about this news? Feel free to elaborate on the Pokemon Go integration uh, with home as well. Uh, I mean, it's good news that we know it's coming at yes. Shiny Mel Tan <laughs> is back. It's good that it's back. Clearly, it's not going to stick around. So get your chances while you can. Yep. Maybe I'll finally get a Mel medal, you know? <laughs> That hasn't happened yet, Kyle? No, it hasn't. What? I've only opened... Uh, you have a Switch. And? I haven't... <laughs> I I got your copy of Let's Go Eevee, like, in December. And I have played it for a grand total of, like, 20 minutes. So I haven't gotten to the point where I can connect to my Switch. Oh, my gosh. Well, okay. <laughs> I, I understand, although I it's, it's not understandable whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> that said, the connectivity with home, I don't know why people are so excited for it. Maybe you can tell me. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. oh, oh, I can tell you why. It's because you don't have a soul and you have room in your storage. For the rest of us that like to keep our li- – like, I'm going to store my living decks in home. That's what I'm going to do. But, like, it's not a living decks anymore because you can't take it out. Okay. That's a fair that's a fair point. To me though, it's still satisfying. The the, the same thing that I'm getting out of a, a living dex, that satisfaction will be maintained for me personally if I store them at home. Uh, I mean, that's fine for your personal satisfaction, but that's that's no living dex anymore. You uh, might as yeah. well transfer them at that point cuz you can't they're no longer you yours. You kind of are. You kind of are transferring them, but they're still they'll still be somewhere else. You still have a record of your shinies, your event Pokémon, all that stuff as well. And I'm not going to use home for the other titles because I'm not really that much of a hardcore player. I yeah. don't do that. So it will um, literally just be my Pokemon Go Pokemon. And can you transfer Pokemon from Go to home and then from home to Sword and Shield? I believe so. You just can't go back to Go. I wonder how that's going to work because Go is missing all of the... Go is missing half of the base stats that Pokemon have. Do you think they just re-roll them when it transfers into Sword and Shield? Oh, it's possible. I bet that reroll will actually happen in home if it's if it's meant to move to a new title. Yeah, it's kind of got to They got to make up that data that Pokemon Go is missing. That's true. Hey, we don't know that data could be in there. It just isn't utilized whatsoever. Let's not go there because then that <laughs> makes me upset. <laughs> All right. We won't capital G capital O there for your mental health. We won't do that. But I do want to add, there has been some chatter on the internet. Apparently, there was an FAQ page about this in another language. I believe it was the Japanese FAQ page. Made some sort of reference to the possibility about Pokecoins being in the equation for this. Like, it might cost coins for you to transfer the Pokemon from Go into home. There's been no confirmation on this. No official messaging around it. I wouldn't get all worked up about it until it's made clear i suppose but let's pretend for a second that they were going to make us pay poke coins in order to transfer these from go into home kyle why is that a bad idea <laughs> <laughs> do who needs that spelled out for them no but wait, that's just you have to pay for home like in real money right it's a subscription service so if you had to pay twice that would be real bad right and if there's like if it's a method to gate somebody's progress there's other mechanisms you can use other than poker coins yeah exactly yeah but like chris said let's wait see if we get any confirmation any more communication before we get all up in arms about it 
Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good idea. That's actually the first thing we're talking about today that we will probably say something similar to that. But let's move on to this middle <laughs> news item here. <laughs> that just shows, guess, <laughs> just shows what today's news is. I'm sorry. Yeah, today's news is kind of a this is going to be a hard one to work through, I think. Um, but let's let's move right along. Regardless, the second piece of news is something that is now kind of old news. We just haven't covered it yet. And this was because it happened while well, we record on Tuesday and these events got canceled on that Thursday. So it was like the day before the episode, I believe, went out last week. So Gold Battle Night and Flying Cup were postponed last week. Yes, that happened. Uh, rest in peace, Gust. We don't know when we're going to be getting Gust again as an opportunity for Pidgeot possibly yeah we haven't seen shadow bone or whatever it was for marowak and arrow blast for lugia uh so that graveyard is growing by the day uh, i have no feelings about this this is the second time that go battle night has been postponed and we have been giving uh, little reason as to why it doesn't look good yeah from an optics standpoint that's exactly what i i text chris like an hour after i read it and i'm like yo did you see this and he's like yeah and i'm like that doesn't look very good no <laughs> it just it just doesn't and and honestly unfortunately that's all there is to say about it we have nothing else to go on there's yeah. not another reason it wasn't like another event they didn't say something wasn't working they didn't say something was working but they had to move it to another date for some reason we were just left with the postponement and if it was the first one i'd feel differently but hey here we go uh, well, Kyle, we won't have to grind out our 100 matches <laughs> quite yet. <laughs> okay, well, let's move right along to, to the biggest piece of news that we're going to be covering this week. And also the most arduous piece of news for us to cover this week. This will be updates to temporary bonuses. Now, I'm going to emphasize the word temporary when we're having this conversation, because regardless of how you might feel about these changes or adjustments th these always were meant to be temporary uh, that's what helped me get through this and tried to get into the mindset of the decision making process behind these changes but there's a little bit of copy first trainers for the past few months we have been making temporary changes to pokemon go to adapt to the changing global environment there are active bonuses that apply to features like the ability to raid remotely, go battle league, and the distances at which you can spin photo discs at gyms and Pokestops that will be implemented for the foreseeable future. So those three things, the distance for the photo stops, the go battle league, not having to walk sort of thing, and the ability to raid remotely. And we should add unabated by some sort of systematic change, like increasing the raid pass cost, remote raid pass cost, I should say, or lowering the damage of remote raiders. That stuff is in place for now, and they haven't set a date and or an expectation of when they're removing it, right? We thank the trainers for all the feedback they have been providing. We are excited to announce the following temporary bonuses will remain as game balance improvements as we continue to facilitate changes that help Pokemon Go's overall gameplay experience. First... The inventory limit for gifts will remain at 20, so that'll be unchanged from what we're used to now. You'll receive three times catch Stardust and three times catch Experience for your first Pokemon catch of the day. Awesome. The duration of incense will remain at 60 minutes. Great. So base incense rate will still be doubled going into them. All right. Today, people are by and large encouraged to spend time outside, go on walks and exercise for their mental and physical health, all while abiding by social distancing and other health and safety recommendations. 
as the situation continues to as the situation continues to evolve starting October 1st at 1 p.m. PDT, the following previously introduced temporary bonuses will be modified. First, hatch distance will return to normal for eggs. So it won't be base half anymore. Secondly, the increased effectiveness of incense will now only apply while walking. This is the way it used to be before. Now, this is not saying that incense won't attract things while you're stationary. It just won't happen nearly as often. Third, your buddy Pokemon will now fetch you gifts only when you have nearly run out. This will only happen once per day. I don't know how much of a big impact that will have, but you know. And then lastly, the frequency of gifts from Pokestops will continue to be increased. However, they will not be guaranteed from each individual spin. So they'll still have an increased rate, but you know, not every single time you spin a stop will you get a gift. Also, incubators will begin to be included in more boxes within the in-game shop during the coming weeks. For more news on active bonuses, keep your eye on the special bonuses section of the Today View. Please note that we will continue to monitor the still active bonuses and will provide updates when they are available. Additionally, we are continuously monitoring the ever-evolving global situation and are working hard to reschedule previously planned live events to 2021. Health and safety are of the utmost importance. Please stay tuned to our official channels to stay up to date on any rescheduling announcements. Okay, so let's break this down really quick. They went a long way to say only a few things. Egg distance will return to normal, the hash distance rather. The increased effectiveness of incense won't be while you're stationary, even though there still is technically the inherent one. The buddy Pokemon gift thing, which isn't a big impact, I don't believe, and that the frequency of gifts dropping from Pokestops are dropping a little bit. The rest of it is staying. And, uh, okay, so <laughs> lots of people are upset about this. This news just came out today. It came out, it's posted, what, five, four hours ago from us recording this? Yeah. Uh, and there's a, there's a lot of emotions uh, out there about these changes. Is now the right time? Why do this? What's, what's the hurry? That sort of thing. And I'm just going to give a little bit of context before I ask Kyle for his opinion here. But we we should we should mention that the global situation is not necessarily getting better across the board. And in fact, in many parts of the world, there are lots of very recent reports in the past few weeks that things might be increasing yet again. So this seems like a kind of hit at a weird time, essentially. Right. It seems a little bit counterintuitive. Yeah. Kyle, how do you feel about it? Uh, I am on the negative side of it for a couple of reasons. One, it feels a bit tone deaf is a nice way of putting it. Right, right. Because as you said, it's it's only getting worse in many locations. Also, we're going into winter in the Northern Hemisphere, which just means flu season. And, you know, flu season plus the current situation, that's just... It's potential for bad. I would agree. I would agree. And also, I just I questioned some of the changes that were being made along with the timing. The hatch distance returning to normal, that's a bummer, but that's not like game breaking. Right. The one that does it for me is the incense. I don't care that incense are 60 minutes. That's meaningless to me. I care that they give a spawn once a minute. And you're removing the part that is actually beneficial for people playing the game 
Yeah, for the people that out there that I saw were very critical about this, and while I didn't agree with them on, on several of the comments they were making, the one that I saw was echoed by what you just said as well, Kyle. That incense change was right. They were like, I'd rather see this be for 30 minutes and still give me the spawn rather than stick around for 60 and do almost nothing for me. Yeah, exactly. The frequency of gifts from Pokestops, that's just, it's dumb. Like, why not? let people have more gifts it's of course so that people have less items so people need to go interact with more pokestops to get their items more people interacting means more player engagement which in the end means more money but it just it always felt like stop should always have given gifts so it feels bad for that to be going away sure i mean it's not really going away it's just going down a little bit no it's not necessarily quantified but guaranteed is going away and they Considering how much of a pain in the butt it is to send gifts, taking the gathering the gifts out of the equation was very beneficial. True, I will agree with that one hundred percent. What I, I what I do want to say is, and just to play a little bit of devil's advocate, because yes, of course, every criticism about this is valid because everybody has a unique situation, kind of globally right now. And while to some places this much it's like oh yeah this matches what i've seen we are getting a little bit better other places are getting worse and this seems like why would you do this right now like this seems like the worst sort of thing what i am gonna say is while some of these changes you can have very 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 valid complaints about it's not a complete rollback you know there are lots of things that are still in here i if like if they had removed the double pokestop interaction distance i would be up in arms that would be ridiculous. Yeah, that doesn't the affect me putting, at all. <laughs> the, well, putting the walking distance for Go Battle League back in would be ridiculous at this point in time. Hindering remote raids right now would be awful at this time. Those three core things are the things that I I think are the crowning jewels of the bonuses. Let, much less so the hash distance, much less so the gift drop frequency. Right, It's, it's these other three, and I'm glad that those are still there. For now, I'm, at least. I mean, I agree with remote raids a hundred percent, even if it costs money, but I'm curious who benefits more the double spin distance and gym interaction distance or the increased spawns from an incense. I can live without the double distance for spinning, but it's a lot harder to play without the incense, especially for some people who are not in the greatest natural locations to play anyways. Yeah, that's true. They did just make some changes to the way that the spawn density happens a little bit ago. And it seems to be that, you know, it's more reactive to when people are actually playing. Everybody that I talked to has been like, I got home spawns now. I'm like, oh, I wonder why, you know, like, yeah, it's got to be something in there that that has to do with that. But uh, I think the double stop distance, right, for spinning and interaction basically just doubled the amount of coverage that the existing stop network they have gave them i think that's pretty much it and that's huge over the course of the entire game map you know what i mean yeah but i don't think it's necessarily fair to compare the spawns to the stop the stop distance like it's different you know well i'm just what enables more play that's kind Hmm. of you know we're talking about the quality of features being kept and i think that incense enable people to play more safely than the increased distance does i will give you that for sure and especially if gifts are going to continue to have increased ball drop then that's even even uh, devalues the the stop distance uh doubling 
like devalues that even more. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's kind of tough. I mean, they, they put a couple of phrases in here, such as, you know, people by and large are encouraged to spend time outside, blah, 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 with all the social distancing stuff. Like they say, go outside. It's good for you, but do it safe. So there is that. And then we will continue to monitor the ever evolving situation, that stuff. I mean, they might have to change some of this back, especially if some of these places are as bad as some of the criticism we're seeing online. People are like, in my country, things are getting worse. And if that's true, oh, in more more places than, you know, not, then these changes could very well revert back. Yeah, it's just a tough time, tough timing in general. Yeah, there. if you're looking for a positive spin from us on this, there isn't. Uh, the best I can offer you is a neutral one. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty much it. I mean, they said this is going to be temporary, so I don't necessarily fault them. But is the timing weird? 100%. I think we all agree on that. Yeah. But that's pretty much it. And I'd hate to leave the news section in such a way, but that's the way the outline fell, baby. So let's <laughs> roll right into gear up. So this week on gear up, we got a double whammy of raid Ooh. guides because we're going to hit the next two weeks just so we can cover them because i think it's pretty relevant the next two are very relevant meta pokemon first up you have moltres fire flying type you know what that means it means bring out your rocks <laughs> throw throw all of them at at the fire flying four times effectiveness it's just disgusting some of the options rampardos smackdown rock slide of course it's the high dps but glass cannon option Rhyperior, smackdown rock wrecker and Tyranitar, SmackDown, Stone Edge. How could you? How could you forget Tyranitar? You can't. It won't let you. But if you really want to put out the fire chicken, you know, use a bucket of water. Use your Mega Energy for whatever reason. Mega Blastoise, Water Gun, Hydro Cannon, make uh, some quick work. Kyogre, Waterfall, Surf. I'm sure a lot of people have Kyogre powered up. It's a very safe investment. Very good choice here. Some pink ones too. Yes, it's my favorite. It's my favorite one. I use it all the time. <laughs> Same here. And lastly, in the shock and awe category, we got Zekrom with Charge Beam and Wild Charge and Raikou with Thundershock and Wild Charge. I know both of those are legendaries. You can use other electric types if you really want to. Electivire, Magnazone, anything like that. But if you're going to go that route, you might as well stick to the Tyranitars and the Rhyperiors as your budget options if you have the community move. One thing worth note, though, is that both Articuno and Zapdos had their legacy moves when they were in the raid. Articuno had Hurricane. Zapdos had Thundershock. Was that what it Thundershock? was? Thundershock? Must have been, because that's yeah. what it was from the raid day. Yeah, it was not it's not, a, not special. But Moltres gets Sky Attack. Yeah, that buddy. is special. I love mentioning and bringing up Sky Attack Moltres. Yeah. So if you don't have one yet, Sky Attack Moltres is the best flying type attacker if you don't count Mega Pidgeot and Mega Charizard. Why? But why would you? And also, it's a very good generalist DPS. So solid option to have. Next up, there's Giratine O. It's Ghost Dragon. It's my boy. I love me a Giratino. First up, you got the Edgelords. Mega Houndoom, who's coming out. <laughs> Snarl, Foul Play, makes extremely quick work of Giratino. It's like 190 seconds faster than the next counter. 
That's, of course, assuming you have multiple people with Mega Houndoom to use, though. Mm, and I learned appropriate teams to take advantage of that. I learned something really interesting about Houndoom the other day. Okay. Mega Houndoom doesn't have any ears. No. <laughs> he doesn't no. have any ears. Yeah. Right. Hang on. Oh my no, god, he doesn't. The horns are his they're ears. They're just horns. They're just horns. No, 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 no. There's just horns and no ears. His horns are not his ears. I mean, they look like ears. Well, he just can't hear the haters. I mean, the, the horns look like ears. But a little bit. The, uh, I don't know. They're, they're horns. <laughs> they're horns. Also in the Edgelord category, Darkrai with Snarl and Shadow Ball. But wait, Kyle, Shadow Ball, Darkrai is a dark type. Yeah, but dark and Ghost are super effective against the same things. So Darkrai takes advantage of the massive stats of Shadow Ball to just eat through anything in its path. Heck yeah. Next up, we got the Cool Kids table, the AKA the Dragons. <laughs> All right. The first one's Rayquaza, Dragon Tail, and Outrage. This is everyone, you know about Rayquaza. If you don't, I'm sorry. He, he's welcome he's, to Pokemon Go. You must be po- new here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But that's good. That's what these are for, too, for a lot of people because they haven't been around in a long time. True. You don't have Rayquaza, Salamance with Dragon Tail, Draco Meteor. Or Dragonite with Dragon Tail Outrage. Both very solid dragon options. If you really want to flex, you can use a double dragon Garchomp. A- any of the common dragon types work pretty well. Haxorus is fine, but not as good as the other options. And who has a Haxorus powered up? Come on. I've, I swear I've seen like four Axew since it came out. Oh, uh, I think you're misconstruing the availability of it in the wild with people having gotten one and then just dumping 500 rare candy into it. Oh, my gosh. Okay, fair enough. You can mm-hmm. just flex the Haxorus. It's okay. It's a really cool <laughs> Do it. Lastly, those that were too cool for school, this is the Ice Types, Weavile with Snarl and Avalanche. It's double dipping in that Ice Dark right there. Galarian Darmanitan with Ice Fang and Avalanche. Yeah. And lastly, your boy Mamo Swine with Powder Snow and Avalanche. How did you know he was my boy? It's, it's Mamo Swine. He's everybody's ice boy. That's true. Everyone's got 12 of them. Big old pig. But in the grand scheme of things, Dragon is definitely your best bet. It has the quickest time to win outside of Mega Houndoom, who requires very specific scenarios to work the best. And also, are you really going to farm? enough mega houndoom to do giratino i will not but ice and dark both work just fine the difference of standard pokemon it's only like a minute to win less obviously if you have more people but in conclusion for all of this i only have one thing to say yes i want a shiny giratino I've yes, waited. Kyle. <laughs> I've waited so long as they robbed me from Giratina <laughs> being in raids. <laughs> what, what you got against Giratina? It doesn't look as cool. It doesn't so look like what? a dragon. So what? He deserves a little bit of love. He's a big he old does. caterpillar gets, with legs. He's got a little bit of love. I powered him up for Ultra League, and that was the amount of love he got. Yeah, but you also power it up because you did the ghost challenge. No, I maxed out a Giratine O for the ghost challenge. Oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> I did not geez. do Giratine I. Okay. All right. Fair enough. And uh, Giratine I, you powered up for Ultra League because what else are you going to power up for Ultra League? Yeah, exactly. 
All right. Well, uh, I, you know, that's the best takeaway we've gotten out of the gear up in a long time. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> just really bring it home to the shinies every single time. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we alluded to it in the opening lines here, but this is the Pokalore. We're going to be talking about Cricket Tot and Cricket Tune, the Cricket Pokemon. Starting off with Cricket Tot. Cricket Tot is a bipedal bug like Pokemon. He's a bug. He's, he's a streak. He's just a stinking bug. The majority <laughs> of its body is red with a streak down its front and black cape-like marking on its back. Its head is encircled with a flat white structure similar to a collar. A female has a bigger collar than a male. Two hard black antennae with curled tips are connected to the head by a dark red segment. A similar dark red segment forms this Pokemon's nose and it has small black hands and feet. By shaking its head and rubbing its antennae together, it is able to create a xylophonic sound that it uses to communicate. Oh, that sounds fun. Look at that. Moving right along to Cricketune. Cricketune is a bipedal Pokemon with an insectoid appearance. Primarily red, there are three black oval markings on its abdomen, a tan streak running down its neck to its belly, and a tan underside with a small dark red marking above it. It has oval gray eyes and a dark red round nose. Black feelers with curled tips extend from either side of its nose, similar in appearance to a mustache. It's just a mustache. <laughs> the male's mustache is longer than a female's. Just like a real mustache. Just once. Just once I want. <laughs> the female's mustache is bigger than the male's. The female has a larger beard. I, just once. I know why in nature It'll it's happen. not like that. But right. for the difference. It will happen, maybe. Generation 9. Holding out hope here. <laughs> On top of its head are two antenna with conical bases, spherical centers, and long, thin tips. Cricketune has two small feet and a pair of black wings. This Pokemon's arms are shaped similar to its antenna and are crossed over its chest when it cries. It can also allow its cry to resonate in its belly. Cricketune's melodic cry varies greatly and can be used to signal its emotions. Crying really only indicates two emotions. You're either crying because you're really happy or crying because you're really sad. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Or or having an allergy attack. I suppose that's the third option. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So there you go. You yeah. got it. But I feel like having an allergy attack is not necessarily an emotional state other than just like distress. <laughs> just. <laughs> <laughs> having been there myself. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Stats. You ready for these? Ready to blow the house in with some numbers? Oh, yeah. It's more like a like a little sneeze outside your front door. Max CP sixteen fifty three. Wow. <laughs> hey, maybe it's be good and greatly. Aren't there baby Pokemon that are better than that? Isn't Munchlax doesn't that have a higher CP? Yeah, than Munchlax that? is cheating though. Is it okay? All right, all right, all right. Also, hey, question for you. When we were talking about this on Mashup Mondays yesterday, because yesterday was Monday, because today's Tuesday. That's how it works linear, like uh, we said before. Yeah. Is what? How is Gothita not a baby Pokemon? I know, right? It's it's got the baby aesthetic, you know. Yeah, it it definitely mm. does. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Okay. I'm I'm just gonna leave that there. All right. Poor stats for Cricketune, featuring 160 attack, 184 stamina, and 100 defense. Broke three digits on each of them. We're proud of you, Cricketune. <laughs> Good for you. Best move set. Air quotes. Heavy air quotes. Fury Cutter and X Scissor. I wouldn't use it for anything. And uh, I just, you know, kind of love it, especially if you get the shiny this next cup upcoming week for fashion oh. week. Oh. But other than that, not too impressive. So, uh, oh, 
no no but it's bad it's bad we appreciate you cricketot and cricketune anyway cricketune i like your mustache it's a great shiny it's it's a good shiny killer shiny as well absolutely all right well enough about that let's hop into the poke poll last week's question was what's the one bonus or facet of events that always gets you hype and why seth said anything with extra stardust it's the official unofficial currency of the game when you don't have any you're just trying to get more when you have a bunch you're just trying to get more (laughs) i have never heard a more true statement in my life (laughs) there's nothing to argue with there where's the lie yeah Mikey said, double candy bonuses are always nice, especially when you can manage to do legendary raids during the event. I also look forward to photobombs during events so that I can work toward getting gold on my snapshot medal. I wouldn't be anywhere close to completing it otherwise. Oh, well, oh, Mikey, no. you're a better man than I. I think I, I think I have the bronze snapshot medal and that's it. I think the only time you <laughs> cared about that was Rotom. Yeah, uh, I cared about it for my first Smeargle as well. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've all been there. But beyond that, I mean, even at GoFest, you were like, but you got to get your Rotom. And I was like, I don't, I just, I just don't want to. I just really don't want to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Rotom. Yeah, but, yeah Rotom. but I just don't want to. Okay. Next one's from Benny. And they said, outside of the obvious answer, Stardust, new Pokemon is always something that gets me going. I also like when there's special research that is well designed or especially challenging and not tedious. One example, doing 15 raids or walking your bike 10 kilometers is not really challenging. It just encourages you to spend money and or walk more. 50 excellent throws, though. That takes some skill and was cool to have in the game. I just wish the rewards for a challenging elite task weren't trash. As somebody who didn't do the 50 excellent throws, more power to you. <laughs> you didn't do them? Oh, absolutely not. What? But, but it's a challenge. It didn't matter. I was, I was, no. Could I have done it? Yeah, 100%. Did I want to do it? No, not at find all. A, find your, your nearest Ponyta or Whalmer or legendary raid boss, as you can set the circle on, and chef's kiss, all That's 50 still, excellent throws. It's an excellent throw. Even if it's perfect, you're only going to get like 10 off that legendary before you catch it. It's just going to do five then. That's five raids just for that. <laughs> and also, yeah. I am bad yeah. at excellent throws on legendaries that aren't Mewtwo. For whatever what? reason, Mewtwo, what? I can, I, for what, whatever reason, I can go all day excellent throws on Mewtwo. Kyle. Anybody else, it's it's like hit or miss. Uh, not, well, yeah, I mean, that's that's how it works. Uh, you either hit it or you miss it. But what I, I mean, I understand Mewtwo because it's an easy throw and everybody wanted to get good at that first. So I get that. But there are some legendaries that are super easy to hit over but, and no, over like, and over. Like even again. even Groudon doesn't move; it like attacks and whatnot. He, I can do weird. it. I can do it, but I could not do it every single time. It's just not. Wow. Excellent throws are not something I'm very good at intentionally. Doing. Oh, hold on, hold on. It's like I'm getting a phone call from uh, Professor Willow. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, okay. Uh, I'll tell him. Uh, Willow said good. Good. I, I I have been told that more than once this week. Apparently, yes, I guess you have. And then you told it to me earlier this week in regards to Monster Hunter, and I almost <laughs> cried. Yep. Is this uh, what it's like? Is this what I've been doing to him? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the next response is from Cameron. She said, "I'm with Kyle. And I think the variety spawns are the most exciting. 
in reference to your comment from last week, especially if you're somewhere with really dull spawns, for example, normal types. It's fun to have interesting Pokemon appear more frequently that you otherwise would only ever see reported in the rare spawns channel of your local discord. Also, Stardust. Duh. <laughs> yeah, see, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think we were all kind of on board that, um, you know, good a good spawn variety, rare spawns, fun spawns is really important for, you know, a successful mm-hmm. event. So mm-hmm. nice. Next one's from Matos. And they said extra candy. Lovely. Triple dust. Why? Thank you. Yes. We shall have some <laughs> of that. Rare or unusual spawns. Yes, please. Feature raid bosses with shiny opportunities. Me and Minnie Mott will be there with bells on. All that glitters is not gold, but it is shiny. That's a good one. I like that. It sounds like Modders is an easy person to please. I know, right? Look at all these these options. Yeah. Well, triple dust. I mean, I don't care what we have to do to get that. I'll do that all day. Oh, I would play so much. Yeah. So much. The even just having these evolved forms, by the way, without even having the start. It's like having an inherent stardust multiplier. It yeah. was nice for the big spawns, all those furrets and oh, it I, I was really great. enjoyed those spawns a lot. They were fun. Yeah, very fun. DeFi said, I feel like I'm with the majority here. Stardust is the gimme answer because, of course, that is the bonus I grind the hardest for. I've been working towards my photobomb badge, so I've been loving that aspect of events. It also gives opportunities to get interesting Pokemon like Rotom Wash at GoFest. I also loved doing time special research no matter the reward. I'm a completionist, much like Chris, and enjoy when I can check things off of a list. Finally, I am a shiny hunter at heart. I love when events give it interesting shiny checks like Wobbuffet or Tallboy. I'll also go hard for shiny raid bosses or when a new shiny is released. I think we are at a consensus on what makes us happy for the most part. Yes, I think that's uh, I think that's fair. <laughs> yeah, I think we've pretty much hit that like a critical mass. I think we're all like, yes, we all know what we're looking for and xp is not is not it no no it's not (laughs) not even even the level like 35s out there they're like nah it's okay yeah when i was i I will say this though when i was level 38 or 39 i wanted that experience buff for sure i was i was okay i knew it was coming but when i was like level 32 i was like give me the three times experience community day (laughs) 1200 experience per catch yes it's nuts it's nuts uh Lastly, we have Copy Cody. They said, out of the ordinary spawns appearing at high frequency so I can grind candy for future PvP upgrades without touching my rare candy stash. Also, I love the unique egg pools that are part of events. So much more that could be done with that to keep that part of the game fresh and interesting. Oof, that's true. Egg pools, even given the current circumstances, have been quite stale. Yeah, well, I think we can probably blame the current circumstances for why that's the case for sure. Not a lot of people are, are hatching eggs. Um, I mean, they're, they're, I've been seeing on all of the Pokemon Go news sites that I frequent, like GoHub and such, there's been a lot of opinion pieces out there about the egg pools currently and what eggs are being used for right now. And they're kind of at that spot again where they lack identity. And that's just not a healthy spot for them to be. I think we keep saying that every single time we talk about egg pools. Yeah. Yeah, that's absolutely true. The problem is that they're just so dull right now. I have some 7Ks just on accident last week, and I'm just like, oh, God. <laughs> I don't even remember what I got, but it was enough I got, that I don't remember. I got a Galarian Meowth of an egg the other day, and I did actually go, oh, I wasn't expecting that. It was it was nice. It was a nice change of pace. <laughs> yeah, but that's what I'm getting excited about on eggs right now, and that says a lot. 
Yeah, it that does say a lot, doesn't it? Especially mm-hmm. when Meowth has a day coming up. <laughs> oh, that's right. Oh, time to get hype. Time to get hype. This week's Pokepoll. How have you integrated Pokemon Go into your daily life? What activities do you do that are now better because of Pokemon Go? Well, does checking Pokemon Go daily count as integrated into my daily life? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Wake up, I, I would check say Pokemon so. Go, get to work, check Pokemon Go, leave work, check <laughs> Pokemon Go. No, you forgot your lunch break wherein you check you're, Pokemon Go. You're right. You're also yeah. right. You also forgot when I go into the back because I have to do some something back there. Check yep. Pokemon Go. <laughs> oh, I love the bathroom Pokemon Go check. That's my favorite oh daily my check. Yeah. But yep. But outside of the, the obvious stuff like that, currently no, not a whole lot is actually been integrated. But previously, I had integrated very well that on specific days off, I had a great excuse to go out to a local park or just kind of go out in general when I wasn't going to go out in the first place. I'm yep. not currently doing that, but Pokemon Go has helped me do that more in general. Absolutely. Uh, for myself, I have it integrated in such a way that like I always hook up my peripheral, my Pokeball. Plus, when I go out and do any sort of errand outside, it's hooked up. It's catching Pokemon. It's spinning stops. It's doing the whole thing. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And so in that way, it has pervaded every aspect of my life, even when I'm not at home. Because if I'm, if I'm at home, I'm just opening it up and checking it like probably every 30 minutes, you know, something like that. Um that sounds weird saying it out loud, but hey there, listener, uh, you probably check your phone a lot. You don't even realize. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so that's pretty much it. I, I think it's completely integrated into my life and has just basically made any commute that much more exciting. One of my favorite things about coming back from like a trip to go eat groceries or something like that is checking to see what my ball caught for me during that yeah. trip. Do I yeah. get any shinies? Do I get any perfects? And sometimes I'm pleasantly surprised. Yep. Check four star. And check shiny, and then nope. Okay, delete, 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 delete all of that. Yeah, (laughs) can we have like a click and drag where I can do like a bunch of them at once instead of individual? That'd be really nice. Can we just have it so that the Pokemon inventory scrolls properly again? It's not just me, right? That it doesn't like tries to scroll per page now. Yeah, it's a little bit weird. I also keep having this problem where if I put my thumb down to scroll it, wherever I put my thumb down, it'll deselect that Pokemon. So I'll still have like three or four that I left over that I didn't catch. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's it's odd. Anyway, if you, dear listener, have an answer to the question, how have you integrated Pokemon Go into your daily life? What activities do you do that are now better because of Pokemon Go? You can answer the question when it's posted on social, such as Twitter and or Facebook. You can answer it in the Discord if you're a patron of ours. More about Patreon at the end of the show. You can also send us a voicemail with your answer to 262-586-7717. Or, hey, consider this. You can send us an email to mail at goguestpodcast.com. And speaking of considering emails. Emails? Maybe. Emails. thinking about it (laughs) we don't get to consider it that's everybody else's prerogative (laughs) okay this first email is uh is is a doozy from seth long-time listener of the show and a patron of ours as well seth put this together and i'm going to read through it it's spectacular hey there i'll let you decide whose name comes first well i don't i don't know what to tell you uh kyle you decide then we decide it's it's uh, Kryle. 
Cryle? Yeah, sure. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. It's been a little bit since I emailed, so I thought I would hit you with a nice long email. Historically, November has been a slow month in Pokemon Go, but it's about time that changed. I've gone ahead and built an entire month's worth of events that I would love to see during November. Okay, then as soon as we're done with this episode, I will make sure that I submit this to Niantic for you. Seth, you seem to have gotten our inboxes mixed up. <laughs> November research breakthrough encounter from Sunday, November 1st at 1 p.m. He he goes through the whole rigmarole of doing all of the official copy, and it's spectacular. So I'm going to skip over bits and pieces of it because there's a lot of bloat, as there is normally in some of these news releases. Let's just be real, right? From Sunday, November 1st to Tuesday, December 1st, Riolu, the emanation Pokemon, will be available as a research breakthrough encounter. If you're lucky, you may encounter a shiny one i like that as a choice for a breakthrough encounter it's nice riolu is kind of like a one of those rare ones it's still accessible but it's still nice to get more re-rolls at it so mm -hmm. that's pretty cool mm -hmm. yep a month of different legendary raid bosses look forward to challenging different legendary raid bosses through november from the 6th to the 13th he's got tornadus and then the next week is landorus and then thunderous and then the last week here which i believe will hang over into the next month Regice, Registeel, and Regirock will be available to challenge in five-star raids. If you're lucky, you might encounter a shiny one. Yahoo! Oh I like that. That's a good, uh, <laughs> it's a good selection. Lots of legendaries. It's nice. November Pokemon Spotlight Hours in the month of November. Pokemon Spotlight Hour. Tuesday, 6 p.m. You get the gist. November 3rd, the first Tuesday. Mankey, twice uh, XP for getting that. Gligar for the next Tuesday. Double the candy for transferring. Litleo on the 17th that tuesday earned twice the candy for catching and then snover on the last tuesday earned twice the stardust for catching pokemon that's nice i like that litlia would be a, a new addition so that's kind of cool to see also mm -hmm. twice the candy on a new edition is a brilliant move if they ever decide to emulate this it's good it's good november community day traders get ready for another community day this time featuring starly <laughs> The Starling Pokemon. It's so believable. <laughs> We're tripping the finish line here. Yes, absolutely. And it is qualifying. This special event will last six hours and will feature increased instance duration, go snapshot surprises, a special research story, and more. It's going to happen on November 21st in this made-up event a month. I love it. I love it. Starly will be, be appearing. If you're lucky, you can get uh, Shiny Starly. Evolve Staravia during the event or up to two hours afterwards. Get a Staraptor that knows the exclusive move Air Cutter. Woo! For $1 US, you can have access to the Community Today exclusive special research story, Gazing at the Stars. Follow Professor Willow as he learns about Starly and discovers how it, in its evolved forms, Staravia and Seraptor, soar through the skies. Completed to earn three instants, five golden raspberries, a puff, and other rewards. I love it. I love it, love it, love it. There's the Community Day bundle as well. You can take a few snapshots for Community Day a surprise. I wonder if it's Starly. Probably would be. Uh, and stay tuned for when tickets go live for that special research, all that. The bonuses would be three times catch Stardust. Instance activated the event, lasts for three hours. And then the whole buddy Pokemon fetching you items thing. There's also a special research story. We've just got word from Professor Willow that some new and mysterious Pokemon are appearing worldwide. Join Professor Willow as he learns the secrets of the Kalos region in the limited time research story discovering Kalos, I love it. Uh, Pokemon such as Chespin, Fennec, and Froakie, Litleo, Skrelp, Sandile, and more will be spawning in increased numbers worldwide and hatching in eggs. And then uh, also introduces Shiny Litleo and Sandile. And the bonuses would be times to catch and hatch candy. And then lastly, a special autumn event to celebrate the transition to colder weather in the Northern Hemisphere. 
there will be a special autumn event. Pokemon with fur will be appearing more frequently during a mentioned time period of time. Pokemon such as Vulpix, Meowth, Swinub, Teddy Ursar, Puchigena, Slackoth, Bidoof, Zorua, and more will be spawning in the wild and hatching from eggs. And then shiny Vulpix would finally be added. It's about time. That's awesome. And a special Pikachu wearing a knitted sweater will be spawning. I oh like that. Gosh. Hey, can we have it wearing the, the sweater on its head just to be funny? Yeah, yeah. Uh, they have to. Yeah. Otherwise, I love they'd have that. to love do it. a whole new model. Yeah. <laughs> Alolan Meowth evolved into Alolan Persian. We'll know the exclusive move for coat, which I'm not familiar with. And uh, bonuses include times to catch and hatch Stardust. Well, that's all I have. I'd love to hear your feedback and everything I've mentioned here. Keep up the good work. Seth, well, Seth, we don't have enough time to go through this all and give you piece by piece, but I will say this is a very believable write-up. Yes, it's, it's very well done, and a lot of the lingo is, is very well communicated as Niantic communicates their events. Yes, I think also you did a good job of spacing out, in particular, the spotlight Pokemon based on their corresponding bonuses. That was a cool one. Did you have a particular favorite part that you liked, Kyle? Uh, I mean, ignoring the fact that, you know, the Gen 6 stuff there. I like yeah. I like the introducing a new Pokemon and giving it a spotlight hour. We know that'll never happen, but, you know, you can dream. <laughs> and if it was, it wouldn't be like a Lit Leo. People are looking forward to Lit Leo. It'd be something less. It'd be, it'd be like the bird or, right. or, or the Caterpie of Gen something 6, like that. I can't even remember, honestly. Yeah, but I want Seawaddle. Man, I need more seawaddle in my life, and that's I'm just not going to happen. I'm walking a seawaddle right now. You're waddling a seawaddle? I am. It's nice. It's quite satisfying because it's only one kilometer, so every time I open the app, I get like four candy. <laughs> oh, nice. I love it. Well, you're going to be almost done with that then, so that's great. Yeah. But a- anyway, Seth, thank you so much for the long, well-thought-out, uh, and clearly you invested a lot of time into this email. Uh, thanks for sharing it with us. Appreciate it. Next email is from Pidgey Grava, and he said... Hey guys, Grabber here. I hit my goal of three best buddies in September. I'm actually at four. Wow. So, ne- so next month, I'm hoping to get two more. More reporting next month. Best Pidgey Grabber. Wow. Oh my gosh. I just can't. <laughs> more power to here. everybody who gets best buddies. But I I'm still sitting here it. with zero, man. So I'm right <laughs> there too. with you. Yeah. Ooh, I am working on this Genesect. We hit two hearts today. <laughs> when Mega Gengar comes out. I'm going to make a goal of getting best friends with one of my 100% Gengars. Okay. It's going to happen. Right. Okay. So okay. Okay. it's going to be very painful, but I will do it eventually. We're going to hold you to that. <laughs> yeah. It'll be a seasonal goal for you. Yeah. This next one's from Mitch. Hi, hi, hi. And hello, Chrysanthemum and Ky- Ky- Kyle. Spelled but K-A-I-S-L-E. I like that. <laughs> Uh, what's up? Nothing sick. As they say, life is a casting off. Do they say that? I guess Who we do it? now. I don't know. Someone says it. We do. We do now. He just made me say it out loud, Kyle. You see what he did? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Goals from last week. Best buddy, perfect Larvitar for September community day. Ongoing halfway to ultra right now. Buddy, 69 shiny Charizard during mega buddy events and hit great friends. In hindsight, this is not worth my time. I would much rather keep just one buddy until it's best buddy, even if I walk a lot in a given week. Shiny Doe Duo. Yes, I got the satisfaction of actually checking the shiny and getting the shiny sparkles and everything. Nice. That's awesome. Wow. 
yeah, that's pretty great. Yes, um, I'm jealous that didn't happen to me. Uh, 1333 grunts. Nope. 1276 as of writing this email. Call me Kyle. <laughs> Get him, Mitch. All right. Well, new hey, goals. We, hey, well, oh, go ahead. We could also probably relate. I didn't see a single Jesse and James balloon this week. Not I one. saw several, 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 several of them. So maybe Mitch was in the same boat as me, too. Could be. Could be. Um, it looks like he still made do, though. He still did a lot. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyway, new goals. Best buddy, Larvitar. Walk 70 plus kilometers next week for October 5th. Fitness challenge check-in. That's my birthday, too. Well, ooh, Mitch, thanks for showing your hand there. Let's waste some stardust. 222 purified by next week. 173 as of right now. Uh, Why on uh, earth are you doing that to yourself? Don't do that, Mitch, please. Don't. Oh, come heart. on. No, you don't no. have to. There's nobody making you. You don't have to do it. If it's unless you're like purifying with purpose, like you need those Pokemon purified for your living decks or something. No, do know. with do a pointless challenge like maxing out all the bugs to waste your Stardust. Yeah, but then at least we keep them. You know what I mean? Like. <sighs> Anyway, okay. Wow, what an episode. You guys definitely talked about Pogo for an hour, and I loved every second of it. Well, actually, we've been recording for, yeah, about an hour, so that checks out for me right now. See you next week, and oh yeah, shiny vibes all from Mitch, or Harry, or Cook's Gravy, whatever. <laughs> Mitch Cook's Gravy. We, we established it last week. Mitch Cook's Harry Gravy. <laughs> Harry Mitch Cook's Gravy? I think that's oh the best goodness. one. Yep, okay. Thanks for the email, Mitch. Next email is from Kevin Red Bull and New Little Tuna. Hey, Kyle and Chris. It's Kevin Red Bull here. Hope you all are doing well. I am. Chris, are you doing well? Well, all right. Yeah. All right. To follow up on our 523 rare canyons this summer, I dumped over 200 into a Mewtwo. Good choice. 100 into a Groudon and 100 into a Kyogre. And then a bunch of other top tier Pokemon like Rushram, Sacrom, Mamoswine, Shiny Melmetal, Etc. Oh, that's a nice one. Nice low key flex right there. Mm-hmm. With shiny metal metal. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just Real slide is, it in. Real question is, how's your Stardust doing now? Oh yeah. Well, I mean, uh, it didn't candy? say didn't say that they were actually invested. They could just be being stored in those Pokemon for now. In which case, I say I call you out and you should power them up. You don't have to do that. Don't listen to Kyle. I choose to not listen to Kyle all the time, and it's working out for me. And then there's the times where he's like, no, I should have listened. So, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I cut those out because I edit the show. <laughs> uh, there's more than email, though. Nude Little Tuna has been holding on to them and wanted my assistance. I recommended relatively the same that I did, but she was more tight-knit about her rare candies and stardust. Am I right? Oh, did you power them up? Now I need to know. <laughs> Oh, geez. I, don't, hmm. I have a question for you guys. Do either of you have a Shundo, the illustrious, shiny 100%? Neither me or anyone in my family do. Have a great day, guys. Kevin Red Bull and New Little Tuna. And New well, Little Kyle. Tuna. Uh, I don't think I do, but I don't have very many 100%. So I'm going to just double check real quick. Okay. For asterisk and percent shiny, right? I just need to type in for asterisk because I only have like. 20 or something like that oh yeah i think i gave you a a weird number less i've actually got 51 100 pokemon i have 18 Ooh, nice none nice. of them are shiny so there's your answer 
Espeon. I've got a 100% shiny Espeon. It's also <laughs> maxed. Nice. nice. And she's, oh, sorry. He's beautiful. He's beautiful. I love him. <laughs> Very pretty. And that green. Oh, right in your face. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Thanks for the email, Kevin Red Bull and New Little Tuna. Appreciate it. This next one's from Chris. Hey, Chris and Kyle. Chris, you're sending greens from Vancouver, Canada. I have some thoughts on recent developments of the game, namely Money Drain that Niantic nicknames as Mega Raids and Candy. Hold on to your seat, boys, because this kid is here to throw down some words. <laughs> when Megas came out, I wanted to get a little bit done for each of them all. Save the candy and wait till Megas had permanent evolution option. Heavy sigh feel that i was very annoyed when research came out forcing me to evolve one of them but hey whatever but then they they did it again you guys they did it again <laughs> now not only do i have to evolve another one but the loads of raids and tasks i've done to earn candy i still don't have enough candy to evolve what's up with this can you make any sense of this for me hmm technically i know i don't have to do limited research but it's like seeing a shiny and not catching it it's preposterous i i feel that energy that's how i feel about it too Ugh. niantic should allow us to use rare candy from vegas to offset this issue right do you think they will that's a good point we'll come back to that and somehow some way niantic should allow people to permanently evolve one mega and keep it like for instance i have a shundo charizard when they rolled out the mega thing why couldn't they have included this Hands out, shiny tinfoil, <laughs> speculation hats. Have at it, kind sirs. On the bright side, the legendary birds came back. In past years, I didn't have much luck except receiving a shiny Articuno via research breakthrough. Okay, that alone is That's spectacular. Pretty, <laughs> That's, That's awesome. Good, yeah. yeah. No special IVs, but decent enough. These past two weeks, though, oh boy, I've been truly blessed by a Hundo Articuno and a shiny Zapdos. Hey, yo. <laughs> Keep up the great work. And look forward to more Poké lore. I absolutely love it. All the best, shiny luck, Cress. Okay, so there's a couple of things in here that we should go back and re and address really quick. This: Why is there no permanent Mega Evolution option, Kyle? Uh, which answer do you want? Do you want the <laughs> answer? Or do you want the the main series game answer? I want the Kyle answer, which uh, is probably a little bit of both. <laughs> my Niantic wants money, but also it's got to be related to. It's got to be related to the main series game, and it's temporary in the main series game, technically. Only oh, yeah. technically. What so. do you mean technically it is? It's not a permanent form in the main series games. But it can be in every single battle you do. Like, it doesn't take a resource that you have to go get in the game. Right, that's true. That's so. true. And I still maintain that the resource thing is because it's a mobile game and every mobile game thing needs to use a resource. Yeah, but like it doesn't have to be a continuously used resource. That's the kicker for me. That's I'd true. be cool with 10 raids to get it permanently, for example, like whatever, you know, pick a number. But right. that's that's agree. why it's never going to change like that. Well, it won't ever change to a, be a permanent option. Yeah. yeah. Um, and if they did, it would still have to be a toggleable thing. I would really like to see them go down the route of if you mega evolve enough, it will be permanent. I don't really care what the limit that they end up setting for that would be. Just as long as it was a light at the end of a tunnel, I would feel better about megas in general. Yeah, I 100% agree with your position on that. The other part was using rare candies uh, as a substitute for mega candies. I think that's a fair question. I would prefer if they gave rare 
mega energy or generic mega energy. As we, we, I think we mentioned two weeks ago, maybe it was three weeks ago now. I don't know. Time doesn't actually mean anything. It just keeps going forward. Yep. But would you say it's linear? It, it, that's what going forward does. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep bringing it up. All right, you go. <laughs> but like, I guess if you could convert rare candy to mega energy at like, I don't know, like 10 to 1, 10 mega energy for one rare candy, that would be passable as well. That way you could get mega energy for megas without doing a mega raid. That's a thought. Still consumes resources just differently. Yeah, some sort of conversion would work. But as long as there's the option, you know, some way to generate it, if they're not going to go generic mega energy moving forward, then some sort of other substitute would be great. Yeah, we did talk about rare mega energy last week from another listener email that was also pretty great about this. But yeah, there's so many different ways they could go about it, Chris. And I also don't think you're alone in your frustration. I would Let's just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But thank you for the email. Next email is from Charles. And they said, hi, guys. A diplomatic avoidance of choosing which to name first. <laughs> Greetings from Scotland. My Pokemon capture date makes a jump from 6-21-2017 to 8-16-2020. That's a, that's a three-year break. That's a, that's a good time. What can I say? The grind got boring. Now I'm back and absolutely loving it. I've jumped from level 25 to 33 in about 40 days, which I think is impressive. But I still feel very much like a noob. Don't we all still? Don't worry. Don't worry. The game has changed so much. I've really enjoyed being in the Discord and find people very friendly while dealing with my stupid questions. You should both feel proud of building such a friendly place. Well, I really appreciate that. And also, I don't I don't think any questions that people ask are stupid. Right? There's no no stupid questions, only stupid answers. Was that the, you know, that the yeah, that's the know. thing. Here's here's the thing, Kyle. Here's the thing. Here, all right, right. We're family friendly, we're we're happy go lucky here. But you people that say that there are no stupid questions. They haven't worked one, retail. When you hear one. <laughs> right. Right. Do you guys have French fries here? No, sir. This is Starbucks. <laughs> no, sir. You know, like, come on. Like, <laughs> uh, what else can I get for you? A burger and fries? All right. Pull on up. I don't want to deal with you anymore. Like, <laughs> no, obviously, no. Especially if you're coming from a, a source of like, you genuinely don't know. There are no stupid questions. But. Let's let's dispel the myth that dumb questions don't exist. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, there's, there's more email, though. Since I started playing again, I've been itching to get into PvP, but too scared to spend the dust. I have built a Meganium, Blastoise, and Charizard budget team, which is quite good fun to play with in Great League, and accept that ventures into Ultra League and beyond are something I will have to be patient with. I have gained 208 rare candies and am 4,800 dust from a million. Not bad. Nice. I would have got there before sending the email, but it is pouring outside. Oof. So close, but so far away. Gotta go catch all them fish-like Pokemon right now. My question is, now that I've grown so quickly and not invested in my team, I'm getting whooped by rocket leaders, and I'm not sure if I should dip into my reserves to remedy this. And if so, what would be the best way to do so? I hear I should take things to about level 30, but not much further. I've attached a couple of screenshots of my most fierce beasts, but also have a Lucario, which would be a big investment of rare candy and dust, but might just be worthwhile. Oh, and what should I do with all my rubbish IV raid legendaries? Turn them into transfer soup seems like a shame. Thanks for your time and hope this stirs some healthy debate. 
best wishes, Charles. Well, there's a couple of things to start with. Let's start with the rubbish legendary IVs, shall we? Oh, sure. Sure. I think you and I might have different answers for this. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Hold not, on though. to them. No, don't, yeah. don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I guess it depends first and foremost on your storage situation. Well, I think it depends first and foremost on what legendary we're talking about and what moveset they have. Just because they have bad IVs doesn't mean that a Shadow Bomb Mewtwo is not still top of the DPS charts. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But like, even if it's a bad legendary, people might keep it just because if they have storage for the time being. Right. I would say, you know, transfer enough that you feel, still feel comfortable that you have the options. So let's just say that one particular legendary that you have is then the top counter, regardless of IVs. You've now hung on to three of them instead of 12 you know what i mean you don't need 12 you can hang on to three and still be ahead of the game be properly prepared you know and i think the most important thing is that bad ivs don't matter in the grand scheme of things right meaning that that, what like three percent to seven percent something like that that 10 10 10 zekrom you have that's gonna body Moltres just as fine as the 15 15 15 you just might lose one more pokemon you know right so if it's a relevant pokemon if it's a good pokemon and you didn't get six great ivs keep six if it's you know something like zekrom or reshram which will be relevant going forward if it's like heatran maybe just keep one <laughs> but yes yeah but what about this other question the the second part is a little bit more of a complicated question than what we just talked about this you know all of his pokemon are not necessarily all maxed out he's leveling up very quickly you know there's two things to address here the one is about the should not take things much higher than level 30 argument which is kind of like a a rough understanding of how breakpoints work although i think 30 is woefully low uh, for some of them, also some of them, why not just max them out? I guess resources are are drag, but you know, I, why don't you want to max out your Mewtwo sort of situation? You know what I mean? Um, but then also, what things to invest in quick that he would get the most out of, especially in regards to Rocket leaders? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, one thing I will say: not level thirty, level thirty-five is yep. is the real stop point because at level thirty-five, not only does it get significantly more expensive? It goes from like 4,000 to 8,000 Stardust per level and then from 8 to 10 and also doubles the candy cost. But you gain less stats for the last five levels. So that's a pretty big deal. On top of the fact you can catch level 35 in the wild and suddenly it's already kind of good to go. But on top of the level 35 being a good stopping point just because of drain and resources rocket leaders i guess it depends how much you're interested in getting them done more or less that's a big factor in whether you want to invest or not yeah for sure maybe if you're looking for the easy answer i mean uh, a lot of a lot of the builds that we've seen out of the team rocket leaders one lucario that's a very high level will make quick work of it i personally bring them a champ that's maxed out that i have that's my my buster you know what i mean for everything mm-hmm. i bring him every single time and then sometimes i'll if i lose i will then 
based off of those picks, now that I know for sure what they are, you can then build a, a team around it for your second attempt. We were actually just talking about this before the show. Like, what was your MVP for rocket stops and stuff like that? Not specifically leaders, but stops in general. I use Polyrath. And that's a weird one, but it's also very budget. So if people don't know about it, mine's only level 30. But Mudshot and Power Up Punch drains shields on rocket leaders so the rest of your team can do work and can solo a whole bunch of the regular grunts. So it's just a very fun Pokemon to use that you wouldn't probably use otherwise. So Kyle, if you were going into a leader battle and you could not be bothered to research it and you were just like, I'm going to stack myself with three Pokemon, give myself the best chance without knowing anything. What three Uh, are you bringing? Polyrath, Machamp and Mewtwo. Okay. Those are the three that I would bring. That's that's a good selection. I'm bringing Machamp, Meteor Mash Metagross, and a Giratino that's maxed out. Okay. Okay. So, yeah. And, and that usually does us well. Yeah. Uh, those teams. Mewtwo, Mewtwo can carry really hard just on base stats. So if you do have one and you're asking about investments, it's the best investment you can make with your rare candy. Pretty much bar none, in my opinion. That's true, unless they're using some sort of attack that's super effective against Mewtwo, in which case it's slow attacks and the increased attack that it's going to be, sorry, and the increased damage that it receives because these are shadow Pokemon, uh, it will get its butt kicked if you're not careful. If it's a dark or a bug one, don't bring Mewtwo, but that's about it. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. Anyways, thanks for the email, Charles. It's some great questions, especially for people coming into the game late and wondering what they can do with all of their resources to make the most of everything yeah for sure and i know we made the joke earlier about you know dumb questions and stuff like that but if you feel like it's a dumb question that means there are other people that also have that question they're too scared to ask it yeah doesn't mean that you're not the that you're the only person that doesn't know it means everybody else also wants to know (laughs) so yes so the next email is from call jacks hey kyle just kyle oh i enjoy your segments on upcoming community day pokemon's Relevance in PvP. Your breakdowns are helpful for how I play Community Day. I'm saving my Elite Fast TM for my PvP Charizard for when I can give it Dragon Breath. I'm excited for Ultra League to use him. I was wondering if you can make it a regular segment. Obviously, there isn't always a Community Day to preview, but why not choose another random Pokemon to discuss? Possibly an obscure one that doesn't get a lot of love. Or to make it easier, the Spotlight Hour Pokemon. Don't worry about Skitty. <laughs> you mean Delkitty? <laughs> You can tell us which moves we should choose, what matchups were ideal, and which ones to avoid. Hi, Chris. Thanks for reading the email. Call Jax. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, first things first. Can we just establish that Del Kitty is the neck pillow Pokemon? That's 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 great. Not going to lie. Okay. That's, that's good. All right. That's All right, good. cool. Just, I just want to throw that out there. Okay. So, Kyle, you want to make this a, a regular segment? What What is Gear Up? Can we, we, we have it every week, but we haven't really addressed what it is. Uh, so I try to make gear up relevant in some way to the meta ongoings of the here and now, unless there is no here and now, in which case then we dip into some potential other discussions, but taking specific looks at how Pokemon perform in PVP or in raids in general is a, is a good option, especially when there isn't something very interesting to talk about currently or upcoming i suppose i could say 
I don't know about the spotlight hours just because they tend to spotlight some lackluster Pokemon. But sometimes sometimes they're good in PvP and that might be that might be a good option to look at. I don't know, man. I kinda wanted you to do a Fero segment last week. Oh god. Absolutely <laughs> not. It's got all right. But on the let's just assume if it doesn't get brought up at all, it's because it's really bad. Like we didn't even mention today's skitty spotlight hour. Yeah, I mean the shiny's out, so there's that. Yeah, yeah. But we'll definitely take into consider for the future. Yeah, absolutely. It's good to have the feedback. Thank you for sending that in, Kyle Jacks. Appreciate it. The last email is from Kevin. Hey guys, I don't want to engage on the Kyle and Chris versus Kyle and oh. <laughs> I messed that up. I messed Chris that up. Did it. I did it twice. I did it twice. I don't want to engage on the Chris and Kyle versus Kyle and Chris thing. I'm scared, as you should be. I'm also scared to see how many. We should start taking like score. We should tally and see. We have like, all the, the notes. Of, we have all the like, notes. We can go back. Uh, yeah, no, starting starting next month. Let's just do that. That'd be kind of fun. <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. All right. In episode ten, you spoke about how the community day box is not worth it. All right. Well. Actually, I'm going to pull back the curtain every time we've talked about the community day box. We said it's not worth it. Yeah. Um, uh, what things are worth your coins? Slash, what should Poco coins be spent on? Thanks. That is a great Ooh. question, and it's not something that we clarify um, all that often. It's just mm. kind of something we assume is relatively, you know, communal knowledge, but it's not. It's not. To be fair, uh, it hasn't been exceptionally relevant since February to have that kind of discussion for the most part. Yeah, that's true. But, but the, and the answer is actually super easy with this. One of the beefs that we have with the community day box is that it doesn't respect the premium that other boxes have now kind of set forth as like a standard, the highest tier adventure box and, and uh, was it community boxes, ultra box, ultra box, ultra box. And the higher tier boxes like ultra box and adventure box give you the best bang for your buck. Now there's always during these events, there's some sort of price, comparison price breakdown some of them are more valuable than others you know did you get 16 super incubators or did you get 12 that sort of thing but by and large regardless between the highest amounts and the lowest amounts of any given item in those boxes it is still much more value for your individual poker coin in those boxes than any other time now the community day box is different because it doesn't really carry that same value anytime you see ultra balls in a box it's a bad sign yeah and the thing with the the box is basically if you go by the previous values that have been calculated they're charging like 900 poke coins just for the tm or something like that right exactly and some of those price breakdowns are a little bit uh but you know again for the elite tm sometimes it's worth it alone but for some people it's not that said the answer for when it's best to spend your poke coins, if you're a patient person, is December. Historically, for the last three years now, the December the December Ultra Box has had like 24 raid passes in it. It is by far oh, the yeah. best value we have seen in the game. Yep. yep. But any any Ultra Box will do if you're looking purely at value. Uh, and outside of boxes right now, I would say the most appropriate things to spend your poker coins on would be uh, twofold. It would be remote raid passes. Do the bundle. Do not do individuals. Yeah. Please just save your coins. Wait for the it's 50 coins. It's fine. <laughs> it's, it's worth it. I swear that and also star pieces being available in the shop. 
Yes. That that's something that's worth grabbing if you're willing to spend the money on it. Now, is it worth the money? That's a completely different conversation, but they are available now and they are not always available in bulk as such. And so therefore are worth it, in my opinion. Well, hopefully, Kevin, that gives you a better insight into what we actually think is worthwhile instead of just just kind of, you know, taking it out on the poor community day box. It's kind of a joke now, but hey, you know, it is what it is. But anyway, thank you for the email. If you, dear listener, would like to send us an email like these fine folks did, you can do so by sending it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. You can also leave us a voicemail to the number 262-586-7717. Please visit our website at gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter, which is our most active social account, at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook, the Gocast Podcast. Support us on Patreon. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash gocastpodcast. As little as $1 a month uh, is the minimum tier, and it gets you access to our patron-only Discord, which is, uh, I say this every single week, it's growing by the week, and it's true this week as well. So shout out to all of our wonderful patrons including these elite trainer level patrons, Cyprian, PJT, RJT, Bo, Daniel, Zach Walker, Splinteris, Andrew, Chad, Robert, Lori, and John. Thank you to all of you for your level of support. We appreciate you immensely. Now, Kyle, we got one more thing to do here before we're done with the show. Yeah. Goals, baby. Now remember it's fashion week coming up. So what's it going to be? You got any fashionable goals? All right, so with Fashion Week, gotta get Corolla with a top hat. Nice. Gotta get a Shinx with a top hat. Nice. So those are two like raids gonna do for sure. Okay. What else? Uh, two hundred grunts or what? <laughs> no, that's not, okay. That's not happening. That's not happening. I'll keep doing the grunts, but I'm still like twenty something away. Yeah, let me look at my Stardust just to make sure because, okay, still needed 200000 because I spent some Stardust this week, unfortunately. Alrighty. Cottony's coming in the wild, too, with the Fashion Week, so I need to catch Cottony. Let me see how many I need because I only caught, like, three. I'm just going to put down Cottony candy for you. Yeah. Let's do that, and then we can see where you're at next week. And let's just say if you have a new if you have a new dex entry as a result, that's a victory right there. Okay. Yeah. All right. For myself, I want a shiny cricket top. I want every event hat Pokemon that comes out with this new event. So that's the Crow Gunk, it's the Curly with the hat, it's the Shinx with the hat. It's all of them. Uh 1.6 million Stardust, and I also have to max a Mothim this week. That's where I'm at. <laughs> okay. So that's pretty much it. We've got our work cut out for us as always, because we do this to ourselves. I, you know, nobody to blame but ourselves. I guess you could blame me, Kyle, because I kind of make you set these. Yep. Yep. Oh, my fault. All right. Well, anyway, with that, we'll see you guys next week. Thanks so much for listening. Uh, bye-bye. Bye. Bye.